podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Trample Bet Podcast for Saturday the 27th of March 2021. I'm your host John Walker and with me as always is Andy Vaughan. Good afternoon John. And Gordo. Hello. This is the much debated, should we even fucking bother, it's international weekend. Do we have any picks? I hate this episode, but do you know the one reason I will like doing this? We can talk about our picks, not two and a half weeks after they happened. Yeah. Because we yes. had a pretty good, a pretty good run. Last weekend, well, I started terribly. I start, we're going to get, at some point we're going to get an Australian listener who's going to think we're really offensive and dislike Australia, despite my clear love for it. But Sydney versus Melbourne victory being called off for some rain. Now, I've mocked Australia for shutting the country down for like four COVID cases. But calling off games for a wee, oh, did you have a wee bit of rain? <laughs> did you have a wee bit of rain, did you? <laughs> I could not believe when that was... I mean, to be fair, the pitches were fucking atrocious. It was just like... Um, you know when you kick a ball and it doesn't move 10 yards? It just yeah. stops dead. That's, that's, da- that's dangerous. Yeah, but it stopped my banker even taking place. That's fine. Like, it was profit, like, odds of 1 to 400 anyway. Yeah, but still... Ne- profit, negligible. Right? Yes. <laughs> And the your banker was um, your banker did okay, right? Yeah, Kawasaki Frontale in the Japanese J League um, figured they'd bounce back very well from a, a, a one each draw midweek, and that they did with a five nil win against the Urawa Red Diamonds. How are they priced in that league? Like, I don't know, but four to eleven for a team that are an absolute cert, and then just go out and win five nil. It's free, it was free money. One squeak, squeaking home uh, and and. Well, Mad Anchor did not come anywhere close to that. Well, it did, well, it did come close. No, it didn't come close to winning five nil. No, that was Aye. my that's my comparison. So I had a banker at similar odds, um, and I had John Buck at home to Suwon City. John Buck went up one nil in the fifty fourth minute, um, and then conceded in ninety plus two to to do my banker, which is very annoying. Um, even more annoying, it was a guy who brought on as a sub, so you'll get plaudits for that as well. Mm. Very disappointing. Very disappointing, um, but yeah, and even even more disappointing is that I had multiple people send me bet slips, been like, "Your banker fucked it." I was like, "Yeah, I know that. I also bet on this." Um, so yeah, it was it was disappointing, but I yeah, there was there was there was better things to come. Yeah, so the banker double didn't even come in. The value for me in the Jupiler League in Belgium, Muscon versus Oostend, it went exactly as I thought. It had to come a lot later than I'd hoped. So Usten won 1 0 very late on. They had scored a goal in the first half, which is that a stupid handball rule. The rules are rules, right? No point in wondering about it, but it should have been a goal. Any other time it would have been a goal. They would have sailed home. They dominated the game. They won 1 0. That must gone are terrible. And they're the only hope for Hercule Bruges to stay up. But my bet came in at 7 to 8. Very, very happy with that pick because I'd went on and on and on about it. I was back in the J-League for my value pick. This was the only pick of my entire weekend that didn't come in. Uh, Sagan Tosu at home to us, Vipa Fukuoka. Um, the game finished 0-0. So that's Sagan Tosu still not conceded a goal in league competition yet, which is incredible, and which is why I backed them against the 
um, the new boys in the league. They just didn't manage to score in this game. So I'm not, I'm not overly concerned. They will still feature um, going forward on, on many of my picks. Not, not, still not conceded a goal. It's incredible. And uh, my value didn't come in. Really disappointingly, actually, Sunderland versus Lincoln, it finished the same way that that previous fixture had finished between them in the EFL Cup, except there was no extra time for redemption. Um, it was 1-1. Sunderland took the lead in the first half. Couldn't make, you know, it was a very even game. It couldn't make more of, of that and conceded in the second half. Quite a quite a Scottish game, that. Quite a lot of people playing in the for Sunderland and Lincoln City that just like guys who played for Rangers for like two years and then like fucked off down south. So uh, yeah, learned a bit more about that, but really disappointed because I had that. I was very confident with that pick with how 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 well they've been playing recently, but no joy. Yeah, I really fancy Sunderland. I think I'd said that at the time and see when they took the lead. I, I never even bothered checking again. I just was like, right, that one's that one's done. That one's going to mm-hmm. go come sailing in. And it wasn't until the very end. It was one of the few one of the few matches I actually had in my coupon because everyone knows I just love a both teams to score and over 1.5. I like combining with stuff like that. Yeah. Um, my outside there in the Croatian League, Slab and Blupo versus Istra, taking their wayside Istra at 15 to 8, who were four on the spin. They drew one each. Um, they were never in the lead. They were 1 0 down, got their goal back. It was a very, very even game, to be honest. I never really expected them to get back into it. I, an outsider, you need it to sail home. I, I don't think I've ever had an outsider. I mean, they're rare enough, but I don't think I've ever had them come in when my teams also went a goal down. They've almost <laughs> always had to take the lead and stroll home or keep it tight. So when you go a goal down, you're already fighting against it because you've already got like a 2-1, 3-1, a goal down at eight, eights probably at the time. What game What game were we watching in the, the group chat actually when somebody was getting offered like 50-1 to one to come back for 4-0 down? That was, oh, that, it was, the, it was the, the charity game against... Yeah, oh, it was Gordon's the charity show. Right, ridiculous. Oh, we'll get to that. <laughs> Um, my outsider came good this week. Uh, two to one priced leads away from home at Fulham obliged and went one two one. Um, so lovely to get an outsider in. Big uh, my outsider was the only good thing from this week. Uh, it considered considering my run of games all finished one each. It was nice to back one and say <laughs> I think this uh, this will be a draw. Um, I had taken Reggiana versus Casenza in the Sierra B to be a draw. Two draws teams. Uh, Cassenza actually took the lead after two minutes never never good getting a flash score notification that early in the game you back in a draw but the nice thing about Italy is that nothing happens so um, until the 74th minute where Reggiana levelled it up and then they were happy with the draw so 19-10 to 10 that kicked off at you know it was nice to be nice to have a one each draw that mattered yeah all three of yours won one that's, that's, I know. that's quite the rare the rare thing to happen um, the charity treble the charity treble was really really good for, for what came in so I'd taken the old firm I'd taken Morelos and Brown to get carded this is the easiest this bet's ever came in I was, was great. so delighted with this bet I had this bet on its own I had this bet with Morelos also scoring I had this bet with both teams to score as well so I had a nice wee 250 or something came in on a, on a variety of different bets I just was waiting on Morelos to get booked at the end I think get booked what 67 minutes something like that um, so very happy that came in. I'd seen a, a few people talking about it in the group chat as well on Facebook who had also taken it and seen the price boost on Paddy Power was taking it a little bit further um, and you were getting an extra unit or something for your money. So very happy that that came in. That kind of strolled in, to be honest. Uh, my charity pick strolled in as well. Um, it was Nagoya Grampus 8. Not to lose away at the Kashima Antlers. Um, and they went 1-1-0. 
the 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 straight up win as well, which I was was heavy on last week and uh, was in about the Patreon group chat on Discord and and the Facebook group uh, was twenty one to ten. So uh, I think I called it my bet of the week last week, um, and and again it came in. I actually had a very good week um, with, with with three out of four and the bonus above the double chance. I got mugged right off in the charity bet, um, in in back in Bayern and and Stuttgart to, to to both teams to score. Uh, Bayern went there at ten men and then scored. Which is, the, if you ask me, how would I want both teams to score to go? I'd I'd have set it up in that way, like down at ten men, get the goal. They're gonna have to defend. Bayern just went on and fucking trounced them. It was so. It wasn't even. Because I was watching it, right, and I didn't, I wasn't on my phone, which was the most annoying part about this, because I could, I, I knew I'd be getting messages from John and Andy being like, I, well, I, I, some choice language was used to describe the uh, the striking efforts. So hugely disappointing um, in that, considering we had two other really big price things in there, and I'd taken what would have been a kind of shite baggy charity bet, and it, it didn't get it so I, I let the charity bet down it, mate I had like I let myself down going in on it to be honest so I had I had started on Friday watching some A-League and had won a couple of bets early on Friday morning and built up a wee pot and then ended up taking it half time Leeds to win Andy because I'd watched the first half and was really impressed so I was like you know I'm going to go in on Leeds because I'm getting more than 2-1 to one just now they look to be all over them I fancy them to get an our goal so when I was up on Saturday I think I had a couple of bets early on I think I got up to like 150 in my account and split the pot and I was like the minute Bayern got a guy sent off, still at now now after 10 minutes, I was like, both teams will definitely score in this game. And yeah. I was getting one to two. So I put I put £100 on it. I was like, this is this is easy. This is easy money coming back here. And then Bayern go to goal up, you go, well, that's it. That was the bit I was maybe worried about with 10 men. I have never seen a team look... The red card looked like it was in the wrong place on the screen. Like, that's what the, that, whole, that whole second half looked like. Stuttgart had no shot, sorry, had one shot on target after Bayern down to 10 men. How is that even possible? It's it's frightening. Like, it's it is genuinely frightening in that because... Stuttgart aren't th- even bad. They're, they're, yeah, they're a good team. Okay. They're fucking mugging people off. Like. And then, yeah, it was incredibly disappointing on that side. So the charity was let down. But not, as it turned out. It was not. So one of our Patreon listeners had seen the bad news on Sunday and decided to put himself forward to donate what would have been the winnings, so not just the £10 that would go to Beatson. He transferred a full £105, which would have been the winning bet, to Beatson. So he's asked not to be named. I already failed in doing that on Twitter. Apologies <laughs> if you've seen it. Um, but that is really appreciated for somebody who already contributes to our cause personally on this podcast and to the charity that we back and have backed since we started this. So that was really appreciated, really generous. Um, ca- cannot thank said person enough. Like that was that was fucking excellent, man, to step up and do that. Class. Yeah, it, you know, ex- ex- I mean, it's nice to get a get out on the charity bet for once <laughs> instead of just having I've let it down. So, uh, yeah, thank, yeah thanks a, very much. That's a good point. It should have been Gordo that just done that. Thank you, right? I sh- <laughs> see if I did, see if I donated the amount of charity bets I've let down. I would be outside filming this, like on a. <laughs> it wouldn't be in a house. We'd need to pick a new charity, though, because cancer would have been solved, God. Yeah, it would have been sorted. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you very much. So, as we said, that was, that was a member of our Patreon who already contributes to us, 5.50 a month, who mentioned that a couple of times now. We got a whole host of new Patreon listeners for Cheltenham, which was really, really cool. Um, that'll pretty much 
cover kind of what we have for this month to do. But you guys are working on another Patreon episode. Yeah, we'll do a baseball one for the season coming up next Thursday. So it starts on April 1st and we'll have myself and Gordon will have our division winner picks um, and a few prop bets and just a general series overview, season overview um, out before then, probably out this weekend. You did that last season, right? We did. We did. We also did did a playoffs one last season (laughs) and basically got it almost 100% right. Yes. It was scary. Yeah. It was uh, it was rather odd. I was just going to say I had I'd prepped for this. This is p- Patreon excellent content. If you'd like my pick for the World Series, see if you've got a Marlin shirt on. I'm going to just throw you. <laughs> ah, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. So that's pat- Patreon only content. There, that's what you pay your five fifty <laughs> for. Get on them now. And on top of that, you pay your five fifty for this video access and early access to this episode and this cheat sheet of every week's episode. Your extra content like UFC. Baseball, Cheltenham, which has just passed. We have now just launched our Discord chat. We will have a, an open chat for people who are on Facebook to come on, but we will have a, a personal Patreon chat where we will kind of keep more up to date with what's going on within that group chat, more so than we do on Facebook, because we have said there's so much going on in Facebook. So we have decided to obviously prioritize communication with the folk who are main contributors to this show, because that's only fair. So we've started a group chat within that. So like we said, 550 a month for all that and much more to come. The more the more people join, the more we can put aside time to do these things because it covers. Yes. And you join that by searching <clears throat> Trampled Bet on the Patreon app or by going to www.patreon.com forward slash Trampled Bet. And also we did have a couple of issues with the videos last week, but it seems to have resolved itself because I've tested it a couple of times in the last two days and it's worked fine. I've yeah, taken the back off because it was nonsense I'd put up, but it was just to <laughs> test that the video loader was working. And it seems to it seems to show like remember old TVs? Remember when Channel Five was coming online? Yeah, stripes, coloured yeah. stripes. Card. Yeah. yeah, but once you hit play, it seemed to be after like five seconds it would come on. So I think we've resolved that issue. So if you want to join, we really, really appreciate it. We know the direct debits are an annoying commitment because you always forget about them. But we would really appreciate the support if you're a listener that can afford to patreon.com forward slash trample bet so against all wishes we are doing uh, an international weekend lot of picks I am obviously just going to slide into the A-League in Australia for all my picks with the exception of one right I watched Serbia versus Ireland last night and I've seen Ireland's run prior to this and they've been shocking mm. however they actually looked quite good for like an hour last night like I was really impressed with it. The three four one two looked really solid. Two people up front looked really mobile. They look like they'll create chances. They're at home at Luxembourg. But God, this is what I was referencing. I was really keen on it until I'd seen that they beat Montenegro away in the last away game. And I was yeah. like, that seems like a result that's way out of left field. But they were, they, if you look at the stats, it was a very even game. So uh, I still I fancy Ireland to win that game at one to two on the international picks but it's the only thing I've seen that even remotely looks like value for money on all the internationals is Ireland to beat Luxembourg on Saturday night 1-2 to two at home they looked they look so much better they got beat actually it just showed how good Scotland did to knock out Serbia because Serbia looked really good in the last half hour like they really took advantage of what they've been doing um, for most of the game but yeah I really think Ireland will kind of turn that around now I think we'll start to see a wee bit of form I hope I'm right that was my only have you guys picked anything from the international lots no, no. I, I mean I for my picks this week we were going to talk about 
obviously Andy will go first before me I have two French games and a cycling race that's how much I hate the fucking international so please uh, yeah they're awful I just hate betting on them you you never know what you're going to get with them like last night Haaland we were talking about Erling Erling Haaland to score against Gibraltar was 1-9 to no goals no goals yeah I'm not a fan of of betting on internationals unless it's during a major tournament like actually at the major tournament in situ in country during that four weeks. Um, so with that in mind, I've got a couple of picks for this weekend that I like the look of. Uh, the first being in England, which is still running its lower leagues. So Saturday at 3pm in League 2. I like what I think is a really big price of 6-4 to four on Tranmere to beat Mansfield at home, um, considering Mansfield's bad away form of late. They've now lost their last four away games in a row. Uh, Tranmere are a better team anyway. They're fourth in the table. Um, which is joint third and actually only three points behind first. Um, so they're a quality team pushing for an automatic promotion place. Mansfield are 18th. Now, they're probably safe considering there's only two relegation spots and they're 11 points clear of that. But they don't have much to play for and they've been bad this season. Um, form-wise, Tranmere eight points from the last five games. Mansfield, they've taken six points, but there's big value in a home win here. I'd be interested in Tranmere winning this game at around evens. So... Give me six to four, and I'm all over it. I, I like that. Nice. Mansfield, yeah. I've been Mansfield looks shocking. I've just looked a wee bit at their home form. It's just red. Yeah, they're away. Yeah, they're they're not good. Do you want to do both your picks, Andy, and sure. then, then then I'll roll into mine. Yeah, all right. Yeah, sure. Um, so my uh, the other picks are outsider, and it's in the German Dritte Liga, so the third league in Germany. Uh, Saturday at 1pm UK time, Urdingen versus Zwickau. So Urdingen are 16th in this league. Zwickau are placed above them in 9th. But Urdingen are the worst performing home team in this entire 20-team league. So despite being 16th at bottom of the, the home table, they've only taken 12 points from 14 home matches, scored 10 but conceded 21 goals in that spell. Zwickau are the seventh best away team in the league, so they overperform from their, their normal position away from home. Um, seventh best in the table, as I say, 22 points from 12 away games, scored 18, conceded 14, so a positive goal difference to go alongside it. Overall, form-wise, Zwickau have 10 points for the last five, Urdingen have eight. Basically, everything here points to the fact that Zwickau are massively overpriced for this match. Uh, with the one exception that Urdingen have won the last three head-to-head matches between the sides. And that's really the only reason that I can see why you might be getting such a good price on Zwickau. I honestly can't see many other reasons. Um, so while Urdingen have, have won their last two away games, their last six home matches, and they're playing at home in this game, two draws, four losses. While Zwickau have gained points consistently on the road all season, I think only two or three losses away from home in their last 15 or so matches. Nice. I just looked. I just looked at something on online there, and it says that Erdogan have been playing their home matches at a different stadium for the last three months. Yeah. So I wonder. So but that's weird because no... their away form's been okay, but their home games are away from. But home. they don't like playing in. They don't like playing in this particular stadium. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Twenty-one to ten. Twenty-one to ten, John. For that's Zwickau huge. Is is big. Again, I'd be. I'd be. I'd be looking at this game if they were. They were six to four. Yeah. So like twenty one to ten is just just really good odds. So so while it's outsider range, I, I do see a lot of value in that. So Tranmere and Svicka are, are the two games I'll be interested in this weekend. Cool. 
Nice. Uh, I have two picks in the Liga Nacional on Saturday. So this is the first game will be Saturday at 5pm. This is Sporting Club Leon versus Annecy. Um, I'm taking both of these games as draws and with good reason because Sporting Club Leon have, dra- um, have drawn their last four games on the spin. This is against teams that have played every part of the table like it's, it's actually quite nice when you look at the table it's like segmented like they drew against fourth they drew against eighth they drew against twelfth like there's no rhyme or reason they're just drawing games and it's the same with Annecy although and Annecy took points off Orleans who were pretty decent last week um, but they've drawn two out of the last five they're a total mixed bag the last time they played last year it was a draw it just shades towards a draw for me and getting get a nice price of 19 to 10 is good for that that's draw number one. And then draw number two is Concarno versus Burg and Bress. Um, Burg and Bress have drawn their last five away games on the spin. <laughs> Concarno at home have drawn three of their last five games. So it, there are two games that are heading to me towards a draw. It also is interesting enough. So Concarno and Burg and Bress almost have the same badge. Very difficult to tell them apart. <laughs> Like, if you look at their actual yes. badges on live score, very similar. Um, these are two teams that have been drawing a lot of games. Their last two, Concarno's last two draws have came against Annecy and Sporting Club Leon, who I am backing <laughs> both to draw against each other. And Bergen Bresses have a draw against Annecy in there as well. So I, I see these two games both being draws. Historical matchup. They've only played twice. There's been one goal scored between the two games. <laughs> Um, it, there's, there's there's not for me much to go on that, that isn't a draw here you can get the, the double uh, at about 7-1 to one, and I, I think that's quite good value for that I'll actually post there's a for Cheltenham I signed up for Bet Bull who I, I've got no allegiance to but you can see in there uh, there's like a mini chat room sets up and I was the first person to back these two games as a draw so uh, come and join me in the chat room if you're interested um, <laughs> but I so I'm, I'm taking them both as a draw yeah and we'll find out what to do in a second so I'm going to run through my, my treble from the weekend I'm going in the A-League so Friday morning you've got Melbourne City versus Western Sydney Wonders. I'm going two goals in the second half so over 1.5 goal in the second half is 5-6 to six. so you're getting good odds just under evens for that Western Sydney Wonders second halves average 2.07 goals. Melbourne City's, although they don't hit the two spot, they hit 1.54. Technically on the decimal, you're getting what you need to. But Melbourne City have been coming on to, to a good game. People who have been watching them will see that although the last couple of games have only scored one goal in the second half, they have been battering teams consistently. They've always looked a threat. Western Sydney Wanderers are a real attacking side. And the way that Carl Robinson has them set up is really good. These are two of the form sides. Um, so it's second versus third. Melbourne City are really starting to kick on. They've won six in a row now. Jamie McLaren's just out of this world. Just Hanging them in. Yeah, a couple other bets just to quickly look at is, is Jamie McLaren and Mitchell Duke to score. Both of them to score is five to one just now on Bet365. That's the equivalent of like doing a Lewandowski, Haaland and a Bayern Dortmund match. They're the two top scorers in the league. They've been out of, they've been in form. They've both scored in the last three games. It's really worth looking at, but my bet is just over 1.5 goals and the Friday morning game um, at 5-6. to six. The other game I'm looking at, Central Coast Mariners, who are currently top, versus Melbourne victory. Again, over 1.5 goals in the second half. Central Coast is 1.53. Melbourne victory is 2.18 in the last games. But Melbourne victory second half, the last four second halves have had 3, 2, 5 and 5. They are conceding goals 
at an alarming rate in the second half. They're just dying out of games. What they're doing is they're falling behind early in the first half and they are chasing and chasing and chasing like they had to do against Wellington Phoenix when they fell 3-1 down and ended up 4-2. It's really worth looking at. And the other one from the free, Perth Glory versus Newcastle Jets, a goal in the first half is 4-11. Um, so really good odds there. That's happened on every one of Perth Glory's games this season so far. Uh, but Newcastle Jets are conceding a shit ton of goals as well just now. So that was free to digest there. Now what I'm going to say to you is we don't have a clear charity bet. Will we pick one of each of our picks that we want to put in the charity and go for there? Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm up for doing that. I was also uh, going to say that I'll stick on because it, obviously it was me, our, our mystery donor bailed me out. I'll do the charity this week and I'll also take a couple of combinations on it. But the one thing I wanted to mention was that E3 Harlbeck is this weekend, which is uh, the one of the stage races um, that lines up for the tour season. So basically there's um, to, to warm up for, imagine pre-season friendlies, this is what it is for the Grand Tours. So they all race in Belgium, um, Easley Harrowbeck is one of the most interesting ones. There's been a trend that's been going on in cycling recently that where um, high-level cyclocross riders are now riding in Grand Tours. It's something that never really happened before. It's, they were basically kind of two separate sports that kept to themselves. Kind of like rugby league and rugby union. Like, if you get a couple of your league players playing a union, you don't often see it. Now it's kind of a, the fast track. The three favourites for Easley Harrowbeck are... Matthew van der Poel, Wout van Aert and Tom Pidcock, who were the top three at the World Cyclocross Championships. This gives you an idea of what this is. It's a cobbled race. They're cobbled classics. 203 kilometres in one day, they race. It's an absolutely mental race and it's brilliant. If you can get it on Eurosport, watch it. However, you get three places here. I don't think they'll all place. In last, week, in last year's winners, Zanik Stebar is 28 to 1. Apologies, 2019's winner, uh, yeah, Zanik Stebar is 28 to 1. They didn't run it last year because of COVID. He's still in with a shout and he loves day races. So at 28 to 1, I'll stick a fiver on him each way and we'll give whatever comes into the charity bit. Nice. What's his, uh, what's his jumping like? Horse wire. Do you know what? Actually, <laughs> his jumping's all right because occasionally, see when there's fallers in these races. Yeah. Like, oh, you've got a bike, buddy hop over them, I guess. You basically have to whip the bike over, otherwise, you're going down. So. That's that's why all the cyclocross guys are so highly rated in this is because they like a whole a big part of cyclocross is trying to stay on your bike with obstacles arriving. Um, so yeah, really interesting. It's on the 29th, so I think it's um, today's twenty fifth, so it's Sunday. This 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 kicks uh, off. Twenty ninth, the twenty ninth is uh, is Monday. Is it Monday? Oh, it's it, the book closes on it tomorrow, so it's ran at some point during this weekend. Um, if you can get it on Eurosport, watch it. Brilliant race. So what you're saying is 203 kilometres in one day, so cycling has definitely dealt with that drug problem, yeah? Oh, clearly, yeah. And it's, it's, <laughs> it's uh, I believe the term is marginal gains now. It's not. Uh, it's no longer doping. Um, but yeah, so... so uh, yeah, so on, on that note, for my charity, I'm going to go with the Melbourne City, Western Sydney Wanderers, over 1.5 goals in the second half, 5-6. to six. I'm going with that. I'm locking that in as charity pick. Okay, my, my charity pick, I'll take from my outsider but I'll edit it slightly um, and I'll take Zvicka not to lose away at Erdingen. So the double chance on draw or Zvicka. Right, okay, excellent. I'm going to take Concarno and Bergen-Brest to draw. Yeah, that's, a, yeah, that's such a good <laughs> Because I don't have a background on this is surprise bonus content for the thingies. Look at that big yellow stripe. They love drawing away from home. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I'll be taking that. Yep, um, 
we'll be on the Facebook group is is growing and growing and growing every week. There's new people joining, which means it must be people listening from the podcast and hearing about it. Go to Facebook, search the Trample Wet Podcast as a private group. Usual rules we've said before. Come in, join in, offer picks up before they happen, give us reasoning. We'll get a bit of chat back and forth about it. Um, everyone's really friendly. Everyone's really kind of informed on different areas of sport and different sports in general. But yeah, come and find us. I mean, it's guys, use user user on it more than me. I cannot keep up. I, I, I actually can't keep up on that thing. It's great. So so much quality info. And of course, um, we'll be releasing our Patreon cheat sheet that John mentioned earlier. So obviously, we'll still do do the, uh, one for this week, even though the picks um, aren't in the standard format. Um, so it might have been difficult to remember, especially when John ran through the A-League games at a, at a rate of knots there. Uh, there. There will be somebody posted on the Patreon that you could, just a JPEG that you can yep. look at and, and read the picks straight off. That was the podcast. Have a good international weekend, even though it's shite. Happy hunting. Bye. The Trample Web Podcast is produced by John Walker and Gary Black, part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Find the next show you'll love at sport-social.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network.